You're listening to the Bitcoin.com News Podcast. Today's guest is Luke Youngblood, the co-founder of Lunar Labs. Welcome to the show, Luke. Thanks. It's great to be here, Avi. Great having you. So, Luke, would you please start by uh, introducing yourself to our audience? Sure. Uh, so, I've been working in tech for the last couple of decades. Uh, for the last three years, I've been working at Coinbase. And I've helped to launch staking rewards for some of our customers at Coinbase. Uh, if you're not familiar with staking, staking is basically the way that you can earn more crypto by helping to secure proof of stake networks, uh, such as Ethereum and other networks. So um, I joined Coinbase a few years ago to help launch staking rewards because uh, a big part of what we do at Coinbase is helping. We want to help customers earn more with their crypto. Uh, and so that's uh, something I've been working on for the last three years. Um, and prior to that, I worked as a software engineer at Amazon Web Services and a variety of other tech companies. Um, I've been really passionate about crypto as a hobby for the last several years. I started mining Bitcoin in the early 2010s, and I got into proof of stake infrastructure uh, in about 2018 and early 2018. And I helped some early proof of stake networks like Tezos and Cosmos launch. I was a Genesis validator in both of those networks. And I've been... Uh, very deep in proof of stake infrastructure for the last several years. Um, and working at Coinbase, I had an opportunity to work uh, with a lot of really passionate builders uh, and build new DeFi applications and uh, really go down the DeFi rabbit hole. And uh, so that's kind of how I got into DeFi and into uh, lending protocols. Uh, over the last couple of years, I helped design a price oracle uh, that was one of the first price oracles used by Compound Finance. Uh, and it's been really fun uh, building at Coinbase. Um, I'm now leaving Coinbase to make Moonwell my full-time uh, my full-time gig, and uh, really excited about uh, about Moonwell. Yeah, it sounds exciting, and uh, you know a lot of strong experience in the field. So, can you tell us, uh, you know, about Moonwell? What's the vision behind it? What you're working on? Sure. Um, so, Moonwell is basically the a lending protocol that is the gateway to the Polkadot and Kusama ecosystems. So uh, if you're familiar with Polkadot, uh, Polkadot is a layer zero blockchain that can run many different parachains. Uh, parachains are layer one blockchains. Uh, and the nice thing about parachains is that they can be uh, basically any type of blockchain network you want it to be. So uh, in the case of Moonbeam, Moonbeam is an Ethereum compatible parachain. And Moonbeam is where Moonwell uh, will live. And so Moonwell is an open lending and borrowing DeFi protocol on Moonbeam and Moonriver. Moonriver is the sister network to Moonbeam on Kusama. And so today, uh, Moonwell is deployed on the Moonwell protocol is active on Moonriver, which is an EVM compatible parachain on Kusama. And um, the vision behind Moonwell is really to allow people to do more with their digital assets. So if you think about um, all the different things people do with crypto today, um, you know, many times our first uh, experience with crypto is just buying crypto uh, and holding, you know, Bitcoin or Ethereum. And so uh, many people start their journey in crypto by just simply buying Bitcoin or Ethereum, and then they invest and, and hold those crypto currencies. But once you've invested, you probably want to do more with your crypto and Moonwell really can enable you to do that. And the way that the way that Moonwell enables you to do that is simply by 
allowing you to borrow against the crypto you already have. So for example, the Bitcoin or Ethereum you bought years ago, you could borrow against it and take out a loan and pay bills in the real world. Or you might want to uh, take out a loan and buy some NFTs um, or become a liquidity provider in DeFi um, and experiment with yield farming. And so the thing that the vision that we had as the Moonwell community is just that we want to enable people to do more with their digital assets that they already have. Uh, we want to enable people to borrow against the crypto and uh, to pay bills in the real world and to buy things in the metaverse like NFTs. Uh, so that's that's really why we started Moonwell. Sounds great. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a field everybody is uh, interested in right now, I would say. Uh, a lot of uh, interest in this field. Um, you, I saw that you recently announced a $10 million funding round, a strategic funding round for the development of uh, Moonwell Artemis. Uh, what can you share about that project? Sure. Um, well, let me first start by telling you a little bit about Moonwell Apollo. Um, so Moonwell Apollo is named after the first moon mission, the first manned moon mission. Uh, and it's launched, it's live now. The Moonwell protocol, the Moonwell Apollo protocol was activated by the community uh, back in early February on Moon River. So today, Moonwell already exists. The Apollo protocol already exists on Moon River, and you can use it today. And there's over $250 million in total value supplied to the protocol. So a lot of people are using the Moonwell protocol today, and they're enjoying the benefits of, of uh, decentralized borrowing and lending. Um, but the, the strategic funding around that we raised at Lunar Labs is really to, and Lunar Enterprise Ventures is really to help um, steward the long-term development of the Moonwell protocol and to help expand the Moonwell protocol to Moonbeam. So as we um, as we prepare for the Moon for the Moonwell protocol to be activated on Moonbeam, uh, we're, we raise the funding to help build out the team and to help grow the ecosystem uh, and. We plan on launching on Moonbeam in the coming weeks and months. The protocol will be activated by the community. And uh, the, the, Ar the Moonwell Artemis protocol, which is named after the new Lunar Moon mission, uh, is going to be the protocol that's activated on, on Moonbeam. And Moonbeam is a much larger network than Moon River. Uh, it exists as a pair chain on Polkadot. Um, and as a as the premier Ethereum-compatible parachain on Polkadot, it will be the gateway into the Polkadot ecosystem. And so what that means is that um, if you are coming from the Ethereum or Solana or Cosmos ecosystems, you'll be able to bridge your assets over to Moonbeam uh, and use them in DeFi. And also, if you're part of the Polkadot ecosystem, so if you're on another parachain like Akala or BitCountry or Zeitgeist or Manta or any of these other parachains uh, out there on Polkadot, you'll be able to bring your assets to Moonbeam and use them in Moonwell. And so uh, as the gateway to the Polkadot ecosystem, uh, we can be this lending protocol that, that sits between the Polkadot parachains and the rest of the, of the crypto uh, networks like Ethereum and Cosmos and Solana. So is uh, Artemis uh, the same as um, as Apollo, only for uh, Moonbeam instead of Moonriver? That's right. Yeah. So Artemis is the sister uh, the sister protocol to Apollo, 
and we'll be live on Moonbeam uh, and just like Apollo is live on Moon River today. That's right. Got it. So anyone that's already uh, using Moon River, they can uh, go and test out the system right now. You said, right? It's live at uh, quarter that's billion right. already. That's right. You can go try out Moonwell Apollo today at moonwell.fi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, can you sh share uh, a few more uh, use cases for uh, over collateralized loans for crypto sure. users? Like, what what can people uh, you know do with that? You know, who's the type of uh, user that that um, you know? Uh, use this these type of uh, structures? Sure, yeah. Um, so first of all, um, one of the first things that I think is really key to um, uh, lending to just having the ability to use over collateralized loans is that it really unlocks a lot of possibilities of things you could do with your crypto that you already have. So for example, um, maybe you want to um, you, you want to buy a, crypt, a new crypto coin or something and you don't necessarily uh, want to sell something you already have to buy it um, because maybe you you believe that the, the coin you already have is going to be worth more tomorrow. So by simply um, putting that those coins you already have as collateral, you can now borrow a different coin and now you have exposure to that other coin as well. And so uh, that can be a really easy way to, you know, to expand your crypto portfolio without having to buy a, or having to sell what you already have. Um, and so that's one use case is simply, you know, buying more crypto without having to sell what you already have. Um, another use case is like I talked about earlier, a lot of people are holding crypto. Let's say you bought Bitcoin or Ethereum years ago, and you believe it'll be more, worth more tomorrow than it was yesterday. Um, so simply uh, being able to borrow stable coins against your crypto and pay bills in the real world is a really compelling use case and not have to sell your crypto uh, and take a taxable event on it. And so that's really the, um, you know, that that's one of the key use cases is that, you know, being able to um, sort of use your crypto to do things in the real world without having to sell it and pay pay taxes on the sale of, of the property. Um, and then there are all kinds of other interesting use cases um, around crypto itself. So for example, you know, in decentralized finance, um, you might want to, uh, borrow against your crypto to go buy like digital land in the metaverse um, or speculate on real estate in the metaverse, or you might want to go buy NFTs. Um, and so there are all kinds of interesting uh, decentralized finance and Web3 use cases that are enabled by uh, over collateralized lending markets. And um, it's really, uh, it's a really interesting and fast moving space. And since it's a DeFi protocol, that means that somebody uh, else uh, is on the other side of that trade, right? Um, That's right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. because it's decentralized, you know, it's non-custodial and there is no uh, person or other, you know, other party that uh, is holding your loan, essentially. So uh, you supply as a lender, you supply to the protocol, whatever asset you want. Others can borrow those assets and pay it. Uh, interest on what they borrow, and uh, you are as a lender, you are compensated with the interest those borrowers pay to the protocol, and the protocol itself keeps a reserve as well. And uh, and so it creates this nice non-custodial marketplace between lenders and borrowers, uh, 
and you don't have to trust the uh, you don't have to trust the borrower that they're going to pay back your loan because if they don't pay back their loan, they they have more collateral than they've borrowed. So um, it's it's a really nice system in the sense that you don't necessarily it removes a lot of trust that you have in the current banking system out there. Um, you know, today you give your money to a bank, you have to kind of trust that they're going to pay you back someday. Um, or that they're not going to, you know, lend out your money to a, a borrower that's going to default. And uh, De- DeFi can kind of remove a lot of the trust from a lot of these uh, these systems. And who do you see as the as the user? Do you think it's a it's a, like a retail crypto user, or you're going for a more uh, corporate market hedge funds, or who, who do you see I as think- the as? Mm-hmm. I think it it really varies. Um, there's a wide range of users, but today, you know, most of the users of Minwell are probably DeFi power users. But there are also um, a wide spectrum of you know everyone from retail users to uh, institutions that might want to um, have access to different varieties of stable coins on different networks, have access to different liquidity. So there, it it is a wide variety, but everyone from retail DeFi users to institutions. Interesting. Um, another thing I wanted to ask, uh, I've noticed you have a, a pretty impressive pool of uh, talent over at Moonwell, um, as well as advisors and investors, a lot of uh, um, you know, very well-known names. Uh, can you tell us how the team uh, came about? Yeah, um, yeah, it's a really exciting team that we've been able to build over the last few months. Uh, so many of us on the team have actually worked together for years. Uh, Lucas Kozinski and I, my, my co-founder, uh, he and I actually worked together in early 2018, and we helped the Tezos network launch. So um, as part of that project, uh, he was leading all the business operations and the, pro- the program management, and I was leading the engineering efforts behind that, that network launching. And so I built all the validators, all the, all the proof-of-stake infrastructure, all the signing systems that helped the network to launch. And... And Lucas led all the um, all the other uh, work streams, uh, the developers that were building uh, to to kind of prepare for the Tezos uh, launch back in early 2018. And it was a really successful project we worked on together. So we had a great experience. And we wanted to get back together again. And um, when this opportunity came along to help launch Moonwell, um, we decided to work together again. I've also worked with a number of on my team. We have you know a couple additional engineers that I've worked with for a number of years. Um, including at Coinbase and on other open source projects as well. And um, then also uh, we've we've built a really all-star team of advisors. And, um, you know, we have everyone from Xerox uh, Maki is one of our advisors, and he's been helping us quite a bit with, uh, if you're familiar with Maki from Sushi, he's been helping us quite a bit with our tokenomics and how we can think about um, building out, you know, VE type tokenomics and new types of tokenomics for the Artemis launch. Uh, and then we also have a number of really solid um, technical advisors. Uh, just mentioned Elias Samos, who uh, worked with me at Coinbase Cloud and uh, is brilliant and deep on proof of stake networks, including the Polkadot ecosystem. Um, Alex Levine, who came from Tokensoft, is a brilliant legal mind. Um, he's actually a uh, former SEC CFTC attorney. So we've been really building out an all-star team of advisors and 
you know, really preparing um, on the uh, really, we brought a world world class uh, team of investors as well to help um, launch the uh, Moonwell Artemis protocol. So uh, we've uh, our our fun, private funding round was led by Hypersphere, uh, who's very deep in the uh, polka dot ecosystem, um, and we were really impressed with Jack and Ashley and the team there, and also by Arrington. Uh, those are the two funds that are co-leading our round, and we couldn't be more happy about um, some of the great talent we've been working with uh, at, at the different funds that have that have been part of the round. Yeah, that sounds like a, a, a very impressive team. Um, you know, so you you have uh, a lot of experience with uh, you know different chains. Why did you choose to build on? Uh, Moonbeam and and be a part of the Polkadot ecosystem. Well, um, first of all, uh, as I was talking about earlier, uh, Polkadot has this unique capability where it it is a layer zero blockchain, and it can run many different layer one blockchains on top of it called parachains. And one of the big benefits of these parachains is that they can send messages to and from each other. It's called cross chain messaging. And so this opens up an entire world of possibilities that just doesn't exist in other networks. And what that means is that um, you can be using an application on one parachain uh, like Moonwell, uh, and then you can interact with applications on completely other blockchain networks. Um, and, and so that gives you the ability to transfer digital assets between these parachains in a trustless way. So if you think about the way that um, we get assets from Ethereum to Solana or from Ethereum to Cosmos or to, you know, Osmosis or one of these other blockchain networks, Ethereum to Terra. Um, the way we do that today uses bridges. And so you have to trust these bridge operators um, to, with your funds. And you basically lock up your funds on Ethereum and then you, um, you mint some new funds on Solana or on, you know, one of these other networks. And, the challenge with that is that if the bridge operator ever goes out of business or loses your funds, um, then you know there's a huge hole in the environment and we've lost all the, these digital assets. There could be billions of dollars in some of these bridges. Uh, so it's a big risk and um, it's inevitable that we're going to have a lot of uh, you know security vulnerabilities and exploits in these bridges. So in the Polkadot ecosystem with cross-chain messaging, we can do away with a lot of those trust assumptions as we transfer assets between different parachains because we no longer have to trust bridge operators um, that they're going to hold onto those funds and keep them safe. Uh, we can trustlessly transfer assets from one parachain to another, and those transfers are secured by the relay chain validators on Polkadot. So um, this is a capability that just doesn't exist on Ethereum, Solana, um, in other ecosystems. Cosmos is the closest other ecosystem. Uh, Cosmos allows you to transfer assets between zones, but the difference is that uh, they don't have the shared security of the relay chain validators that Polkadot has. So in Cosmos, every zone has to hire their own validators um, and those validators secure the zone. So Polkadot does have this unique capability with cross-chain messaging and cross-chain assets that just doesn't exist in other ecosystems. And so when we thought about where is the best place to build a liquidity protocol that can bring liquidity from all of the parachains, um, it was really clear to us that uh, Polkadot Moonbeam in particular was the best place to do that. 
And Moonbeam, simply because it's Ethereum compatible, so all of the tooling that we know and love from Ethereum uh, just works today. And so we get the best of both worlds by with the cross-chain assets from Polkadot, as well as the Ethereum compatible tooling on Moonbeam. Yeah, I've, I've heard uh, similar stuff from uh, other developers that that working on uh, Polkadot. Um, yeah, so it definitely be it'd be great to have uh, you know more built-in security into you know into DeFi uh, protocols. Um, what do you think about um, DeFi becoming more mainstream? What What do you think is necessary for uh, more people to to adopt it? It's a great question. Uh, so. I think in order for it to become more mainstream, we need to make it easier for, for your ordinary consumers and retail banking users to use DeFi. Today, there's a lot of friction involved for that first mile of just getting to the point where you can actually use DeFi. So if you think about um, all the steps you have to go through to use DeFi, you might have to um, start at your bank and you might have to go to Coinbase and buy USD coin. And then maybe uh, you take that USD coin, send it to a MetaMask wallet. And then from there, you can start to use it in DeFi. And so that's a lot of steps for uh, someone just to get started. And it's too many steps. So we need a really easy way for people to simply uh, have their money be able to use it in DeFi without having to go through four or five steps just to get to that point. Um, and so there are new, there's, there is a new wave of, you know, digital banking and uh, fintech applications that are going to make life a lot easier for people. I think one of the first examples of that is a company called Dharma that was acquired by OpenSea recently. And what Dharma did is they basically created a gateway from your bank account into DeFi so that you could invest in various DeFi applications. And they did the same thing with for OpenSea where you can simply buy NFTs with your credit card or with your bank account. And so... I think we're going to see, this is what we probably need to see to, to have DeFi reach more mass adoption is to be able to create really easy on-ramps for uh, people that just want to use DeFi or want to buy some NFTs without having to jump through a lot of hoops of setting up wallets and uh, you know integrating them with their banks and, and buying cryptocurrency on an exchange first. Um, so that that's what I'm pretty excited about is kind of seeing some more of those like those new use cases where people can simply interact with DeFi directly from whatever bank they're already using. Yeah, will will be very interesting to see uh, NFTs and DeFi, um, you know, spreading out of, of uh, you know, the, the, the current ecosystem and, and being open to more, uh, you know, new, new type of people. Um, yeah. Besides that, Whatever uh, advantages do you see, um, let's say, compared to banks, that uh, you know, the DeFi is is uh, bringing right now? Well, one of the biggest advantages is just the transparency that exists in DeFi. So, um, you know, a lot of times people wonder uh, how solvent is the bank that I put my money in. You know, is the money that I put in there going to be available tomorrow? And um, how do I know that, you know, the bank will actually give me my money back if I want to withdraw it? And so those questions can all be answered very easily with DeFi because 
everything is visible on the blockchain and it's all transparent. And so you can see exactly where your money is and you know exactly how much money is in the various protocols out there. So there's no ability for protocols to hide if they're insolvent or not. You know the protocol is solvent and it has all the funds. There's no there's no fractional reserve banking where the bank only has you know a tenth of the funds that are actually deposited into it. And I think this really opens up a world of possibilities where now I no longer have to necessarily trust um, the various uh, financial services that I interact with. I can now verify that they're actually solvent. And um, that's a power that consumers haven't really had in the past. And so it, do, it does change things quite a bit. Um, and so that's what I'm really excited about is just bringing that greater transparency and trust to the world of finance. And um, I think DeFi does that in a way that just wasn't possible before. Indeed. Um, so uh, I guess for uh, anybody out there uh, listening in our audience right now, they want to learn more about uh, Moonwell. Uh, so can you tell us, um, you know, about uh, your your uh, current um, schedule? If you're, uh, you know, um, like what's the, the the roadmap that you have for the next couple of months that you can uh, that you can share, and where can people uh, go to learn more about it? Sure. Um, yeah. So first of all, go to moonwell.fi. You can learn more about the Moonwell protocol, and you can read our documentation page. It's right at the top um, to simply learn about how to use Moonwell. And uh, so Moonwell is live today. I encourage you to try it out. Uh, the Moonwell Artemis protocol will be activated by the community in the coming weeks and months. We're not sure exactly when, uh, but most likely in April to May timeframe. And uh, that's when the Moonbeam protocol will be activated. And uh, the, pr the primary thing we're waiting for there is simply Chainlink. Uh, in order for the money markets to be secure and uh, for the, uh, the system to be stable, we need Chainlink price oracles to provide us with accurate prices for all the digital assets that are in Moonwell. And so uh, as soon as Chainlink arrives on Moonbeam, uh, the Moonwell community will go ahead and activate the protocol and uh, we'll be able to enjoy Moonwell Artemis. But today you can use it. You can use Moonwell Apollo. Um, and I'd encourage you to just go to moonwell.fi and check it out and um, you know read our docs. And if you have questions, pop by our Discord. We have a, a Telegram group as well. Um, and someone in the Moonwell community would be happy to help you out. Um, and we'd love for you to get involved in the community and help in any way you can, whether it's creating educational content, um, helping other people use Moonwell, or uh, just you know reaching out to your friends and telling us telling them about it. Um, any way you want to get involved in the community, we'd love to have you join our Discord and 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 help us out. Yeah, so if, if you're listening to this, um, we'll put all the the social links and the website in the description, so you can uh, go check it out, and you know be ready when when they go uh, live with Artemis, or you can check out uh, Apollo right now. Um, so I, I want to thank you, Luke. For taking the time and uh, you know teaching us more about your project. Thank you, Avi. It's been great to be here.